0: Hello, my name is J.J. Holly, and I'm the President and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce and I am pleased to welcome Mr. Ray Sanders today from Wood Forest Bank. Ray uh, currently serves on the Conroe ISD uh, school board yes. and Ray is also a past chairman of the, uh, the chamber, past chairman of our board. So Ray's been involved in the community for a very, very, very long time. <laughs> I didn't mean to emphasize too many varies, Ray, <laughs> but uh, uh, you care about the community, you've been involved and uh, we appreciate you being on the show today so welcome
1: thank you very much I'm glad to be here thank you
0: can you tell us a little bit about the uh, what your position is at Wood Forest and a little bit about Wood Forest and the community as well and kind of its sure. History?
1: so my role is I'm executive vice president at Wood Forest National Bank and I've been with the bank since 1986 so a long time I've, I moved to the Woodlands in 1995 when we opened our first branch of Wood Forest in uh, the woodlands in Montgomery County. So, just
0: a few changes in the woodlands. Since a you've few been here.
1: changes, yes. It's been, it's been great. It's, it's a great community. I love living here and mm-hmm. I love being a part of this community. And you know, the thing about Wood Forest is we are a community bank. Mm-hmm. We like to get involved in a lot of different ways. And so, this year actually, we'll be celebrating in September our 40th anniversary as a community bank. We started September the 5th, 1980, in Harris County in Houston, Texas. And we've expanded now into 17 states and more than 700 branches. But Montgomery County is our home. and our, our key leadership management live here and work here, and it's, it's our home.
0: That's right. And, and we can tell that. We see Wood Forest uh, all over the place, and, and I know you're involved in the schools, and uh, Wood Forest sponsors the uh, stadium. Uh, yes. uh, Woodforce Bank Stadium. So we we'll like to go there on Friday nights. Hopefully we'll be able to do that again this fall. Absolutely. Uh, that's right. And and we all realize that uh, uh, the coronavirus uh, pandemic has has hit uh, uh, the world, uh, the, the country, the state, and us locally uh, very hard from a health standpoint and economically. Yes. And we know there are some programs out there that can help businesses because we know that it's important that uh, and especially small businesses, because that makes up the majority of the businesses and the employees out there, so there are some programs
1: that are available. Can you kind of lead us through those? And sure, be glad to. So I believe that small business is the backbone of America. I mean, small business employs more people than anyone else, and we know that small businesses are uh, need a lifeline right now with all of this economic uncertainty with the coronavirus. And so I do know there's two programs. Uh, one is just run out of money. It's called the Paycheck Protection Program. It was implemented by Congress when they approved $350 billion worth of SBA-guaranteed loans. Mm-hmm. And I do know that Texas, the, the money ran out yesterday morning. Uh, yeah, I was 10, in the, 16 a.m. I was in the middle <laughs> of trying to help customers, entering customer yeah. information into the system when we got the word and we were kind of locked out of the system and uh, we we worked to try to imp- get in as many small business loans as we could. I know our bank in particular uh did well over 1100 loans and over 300 million dollars worth. And I know as a state, the state of Texas had the most loans at more than 88,000 loans uh in the nation and more than 22 billion dollars. That's so right.
0: There's the the banks uh and especially locally and, and in Texas, have uh, you know, worked through the weekend, worked through Easter weekend uh, because the, uh, uh, these loans just opened up last week and there were a lot of loan applications. And to apply for this loan, you needed to go through your, your local lender that's and correct so uh, which i think was a great idea because uh, that followed the existing sba 7a loan program using yes. the existing process existing relationships but it has put a lot of pressure on you guys to do do a lot of loan applications in a very short amount of time
1: it has it's been a it's been a lot of fun working uh, early in the morning to late at night mm-hmm. and we have worked the last two weekends including mm-hmm. easter sunday but i had customers that called me uh, when we told them they were approved and they were so thankful that we work through those weekends and they understand and uh, we understand we know what that we've got to roll up our sleeves and get the job done Mm -hmm. so the paycheck protection program allowed any small business to apply for up to two and a half months of their average monthly payroll Uh, And and it's it's approved and it'll be funded within 10 days of approval. And so banks have gotten as many loans approved as we can. Now we're going through the process of funding those loans. Mm -hmm. And of course, again, with the coronavirus, we're trying to do everything electronically. So there's no contact, no one has to print a, a document and come into a location and sign it. And so we're doing that. And we also, as you said, we have many applications that unfortunately did not make it into the system. We had more applications than we had money. And so I know that letters have been sent back to Congress requesting additional funds of about $250 billion. We are going ahead right now and, and taking the applications we have and processing them and making sure they are ready to go because the SBA does not have a queue. So we have to wait and when the, when the door opens up again, into the system we will input those loans back in the system as well
0: and, and that is correct there there's a there's a big push nationwide to encourage uh... the senate to vote on and approve another round of funding because we know we need it anything that's gone this quickly uh... i heard something about eighty eighty eight thousand businesses out of texas yes we received, uh, were, received the, loans. the the loans but there are over half a million businesses yes in in texas yes. so um, and we had a call with Senator Cornyn yesterday, and he indicated there may have even been a vote last night. I haven't heard of the, the latest on that, but we know this is something that they're focused on. They have to kind of work through all the political hoops yes. to, to get us there. Uh, what happens if someone did apply through Wood Forest? And uh, what, what was the process? How do they know if they got approved or they didn't get approved, if they're in this round of funding or if they have to wait?
1: So what we're trying to do is those that have been approved, and I think every bank is doing this, those that have been approved, we're in the process of contacting them, letting them know that they've been approved. And it, there's a process of having to document the, the loan and, and getting it into our systems. So any bank would be the same. We have a 10-day window from the time the loan is approved to the time it has to be funded Mm -hmm. and so every bank will be making sure that they're again working diligently into the night to to make sure that those happen. And that's key as
0: well because a lot of, uh, when I say a lot of banks, I've I've heard anecdotally that businesses are concerned about using government funded programs because they feel like there's not that much benefit and it takes long to get the money but with the PPP case, at least for those that got in under the first cut of of funding, they they can receive uh, checks pretty quickly.
1: We're hoping so. I mean, I, I've heard it It depends on the, the, I think, the volume of loans that are in there. And uh, so, I mean, we had a large volume of loan loans come into the bank. We got almost 1,200 approved. And mm-hmm. so... Uh, and we have a, a backlog of those that came mm-hmm. through. We had people in process, that you have to take the information, review it. The, the government has an application form. The application form has to be filled out correctly. If it's not filled out correctly, then we have to mm-hmm. contact the customer and send it back, those kinds of things. It's unfortunate that we do have that process, but we have to go through that process because these loans will ultimately be forgiven or sold to the SBA or mm-hmm. sold to the US Treasury mm-hmm. at some point and uh, they, they're going to require everything be in order. So it is a little bit of a process. And I'm not trying to tell everybody how the sausage is made, but mm-hmm. it is sometimes uh, a tedious process to go through. And so we, we able, were able to get through those But as I said, we have a lot of loans that were in process Mm -hmm. that we were asking for additional information. Uh, The government did require us to have some sort of payroll records Mm -hmm. that we could substantiate the loan amount because the loan amount was based on your average monthly payroll, so you had to document that. Can you talk a bit
0: about uh, how payroll is defined? Because I understand it's really kind of a loaded labor rate. It's
1: not just the straight salary, it's also... That's right, it can include benefits, it Mm -hmm. can include uh, any any type of compensation that is paid to an employee. And for an individual...
0: Which is a big help because that's... Absolutely. The, the actual salary portion of your payroll is
1: sometimes only about, what, 50 or 60% of your total that's right. payroll you, cost. You, that's right. You've got other mm-hmm. benefits that you receive mm-hmm. that are uh, considered compensation. And so we're trying to include those as well. Mm-hmm. And we actually had some that would apply for a loan, and we would call them back and say, you were approved for a much larger amount because... We, we went back, and because mm-hmm. we're verifying the information, we found that you qualified for more money than you actually applied for. Well, that's good news.
0: Absolutely. If get the money to give it to them, It'll be all right. <laughs> that's exactly right. How does the forgiveness portion of the PPP work?
1: It's still being determined. The, when the first uh, guidance came out from the SBA, the intent was that 75% of the money that received has to be used for payroll. The idea behind the whole program is to keep jobs uh, and to keep people working. So mm-hmm. for businesses that may have even laid off employees, they could actually bring them back and pay them and continue on. And then the idea Even if is, they're
0: like a restaurant and they might not be fully open, they could still bring back those employees. Yes,
1: and, and pay them those employees. That was the idea behind the PPP program. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that they're they're doing now is they're... They're saying, well, it was 75%, and then the other 25% could be used for rent or other ancillary operating expenses. Mm -hmm. The latest I've read is that uh, in two two months from now, once the loans are funded, two months from the loan being funded, that the banks will be reaching out to the customers, and we'll be reaching out far before that, Mm -hmm. asking Mm -hmm. for information about how the money was used. The latest guidance says whatever information or documentation that the business provides us we are to accept without verifying or anything else. And so I think it really will help businesses uh, it, to, to have it forgiven. It what, shouldn't what be a problem. What kind of
0: documentation should a business, and I know this is a moving target, but sure. uh, it, as your, with your best guess, if I was a business, what documentation do you think I should be mindful of and collect during this time?
1: That's a great question. I think it depends on the size of the business. Okay. So if a business has a payroll provider that performs all of their payroll, I think just a copy of the payroll report for the next two months is probably going to be sufficient. Mm -hmm. If you're an independent operator, then it may be a little different. We may have to see what did you spend the money on. So we may have to be Mm -hmm. provided as as something like paychecks or just checks from Mm -hmm. your bank statements, things like that. Uh, But again, my understanding, it'll be fluid. And the other th- thing is, my understanding is, whatever documentation you provide, we're just going to accept. Yep. We're not going to verify it. Yep. We're not going to go through and quiz you. Or, 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 or a pro- it's not a process. It's just a matter of accepting that mm-hmm. you did provide us some documentation, and therefore the loan will be forgiven.
0: And I know some people are concerned about this kind of program being uh, exposed to, to fraud. Uh, but, again, the purpose of the program is to inject uh, dollars into the economy. Yes. and also relieve some of the unemployment stresses that that would happen and get money into banks' pockets and, by extension, into
1: employees' pockets. Absolutely. So, that I mean, the whole purpose of the Paycheck Protection Program is to put money into the hands of small businesses mm-hmm. so that during this time when they don't really have any business, they can continue at least to pay their employees during Mm -hmm. this time in hopes that, of course we're supposed to hear today, that the Mm governor is gonna reopen the economy Mm -hmm. and uh, then allow businesses to resume operation as best they can and not have to worry about hiring new employees and training and going Mm -hmm. through the expense of that. They could bring back those existing employees. Which would be a huge lag
0: in restarting your operations if you've got to
1: start with new employees. Absolutely, absolutely. So you can bring back the employees that have been there that you know well. So before we turn uh, to
0: other forms of relief, any other ideas or comments on the PPP program that would be important for businesses to know?
1: I I think the thing to be mindful of is that hopefully the Congress will approve a second round of funding and for Mm -hmm. those businesses that either have not applied or have applied to be prepared to provide banks with payroll Mm -hmm. information whatever that might look like for them, mm-hmm. and get that into the bank as soon as possible, because we expect that the 250 million billion billion as well mm-hmm. will be used up fairly quickly. It took mm-hmm. 14 days to go wow. through the PPP program, which was 350 billion, mm-hmm. and that was 14 years worth of SBA loans. They normally, they did wow. 14 years of lending in 14 days through the SBA.
0: So uh how and I know that every bank is different but how does Wood Forest how does a business apply for for this program through sure. Wood Forest
1: There is a there is a government mandated SBA PPP application form we don't know what the second round might look like the uh, what I have read has has led us to believe that a brand new application may come out again for the second round and so all of those that currently have applied that have their applications sitting in a bank, we may have to reach out to as a bank, have to reach out to those clients and say, "We need you now to fill out this form." I can understand mm-hmm. the frustration yes. that having to go through that, but we can only do what the government tells us we can do. Um, and so, we I anticipate that there will be a new application once Congress mm-hmm. passes the additional money, mm-hmm. and so they would have to apply, provide the payroll records and get it to us. And the is that system. available
0: through your website or should they just call your their it local workforce It will be available through our or? website. Every bank okay. should
1: have a COVID page okay. that they're using, a COVID-19 page. And as a part of that, they should have a link to that application. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if not, sba.gov will also have that application.
0: And, and that's a good point. Sba.gov and specifically the Houston district of the SBA has a list of lenders. Yes. And has a list of lenders also that are accepting new applicants because a lot of banks for a very logical reason started this process with businesses that they already had relationships with yes
1: and we chose early on to uh, allow anyone that wanted to to apply for a mm-hmm. PPP loan we did prioritize our customers up mm-hmm. front and mm-hmm. I think that that's why they banked with us they banked yeah. with us because of that relationship mm-hmm. and because of that relationship we worked hard to try and get our customers' applications through, but we did accept many applications from people who were not customers, and we tried to process those as well. Great.
0: And uh, so another program that is also funded through the SBA is the EIDL program. So what can you tell us about that?
1: EIDL stands for Economic Injury Disaster Loan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Its it's acronym is EIDL. Mm-hmm. And an idle loan can be made directly through the SBA. So a business would have to go to SBA.gov and go down and look for disaster loan. Mm-hmm. And in there it has idle E-I-D-L, E-I-D-L mm-hmm. Economic Injury Disaster Loan. And they apply directly through the SBA. It can be up to a 30-year loan at mm-hmm. 3.75% interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe the amount is up to $2 million. Mm-hmm. They have to provide documentation that show that they've been injured economically. I don't think that would be that difficult given these That's not these hard times. right now, that's right. true. I think it's gonna be fairly easy for them to do that. It is a loan though. The Paycheck Protection Program, I believe, was really designed to be uh, a stimulus check mm-hmm. for small businesses. Mm-hmm. But I believe that the idol is truly a loan and would have to be repaid, mm-hmm. and it's directly through the SBA. A lot of people have had some misinformation out there, and we have mm-hmm. had people call us at the bank, and I'm sure at other banks, saying, I want to get an Idle loan, and they don't go through the bank. It's directly through the SBA. Okay. Uh, and
0: what are, uh, we moved on to idle after PPP. What are, are the uh, some of the numbers associated with PPP as well? Like, what are the limits, or or interest rates? So, or yes, a so like a couple
1: of things about the PPP that are important, <laughs> so someone can apply for a PPP, provide us their payroll records, and if anyone in that payroll makes more than $100,000, mm-hmm. the government has capped the amount of compensation that we can use in our calculation at $100,000. Mm-hmm. So. Anything over 100000 it really doesn't matter. We're going to cap it at 100000 okay. And then the other thing is, again, it's two and a half times the payroll. We've had a lot of misinformation where people are trying to provide mortgage statements and mortgage payment information and utility information. The funds can be used for that, mm-hmm. but the payroll uh, protection program loan amount is dependent totally upon the amount of payroll that you pay.
0: And uh, there, there are some issues. You know, there, there are scams and things, and people are getting taken advantage of. What are some sure. warning signs people should uh, uh, be aware of before they provide information?
1: That's a great question. So, uh, number one, if you receive an email from someone and you don't know who it is, I would not click anything out there. Unfortunately, the scammers uh, are out there, and they are preying on those that are unknowing, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, the bank will probably not send you anything out that like that you're going to have to go to we're going to direct you to our website pages Mm -hmm. so that's what most banks are going to do we're not going to ever ask a bank a bank is never going to ask a customer for identifying information like social security numbers or account numbers and there's no
0: upfront fee for these absolutely
1: not Mm -hmm. we don't charge the customer Mm -hmm. anything for sending in their application so if anyone is offering to assist customers in completing applications for a fee, I would avoid those at all costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that there are many people out there that have been taken advantage of. The Homeland Security has a cybersecurity uh, division and they have sent out uh, information. Most banks have that on their websites again that mm-hmm. tells about cybersecurity scams. They can come through email. They can come through text. They can come through social media. So it could be Facebook or LinkedIn. I mm-hmm. received a LinkedIn last night at 3 a.m. telling me that I could I could be helped with a PPP loan, not did knowing you, did who you I apply? was. I went ahead and deleted that that's one. That's not <laughs>
0: why. I don't understand why.
1: <laughs> I, I thought at 3:29 a.m. probably uh, they were not there to help me. They were there to right. help themselves.
0: That's right. And, and it is unfortunate, but it's just uh, it, it comes along with the baggage. It on does. this, but you have to be diligent, just like you do with your email uh, that you would normally, or your bank account that you would normally. Banks don't call you up and say, hey, we need to get your social security number.
1: That's right. Or we need you to, to get us a debit card, or a, a gift card or something and mail it here. We that's just right. don't do that. From a
0: Nigerian prince. Absolutely. Like
1: you know, that. banks are about relationships. Yes. And that's that's why when I love when I saw uh, in, mm. in the news about the top banks in, mm-hmm. in Texas as far as number of ppp loans i think 8 out of the 10 were community banks and yes. that's because relationships are key to our business mm-hmm. and so we like to do business with people that do business with us and we're going to know you and mm-hmm. so yeah. if you don't if you don't recognize an email or a text or something else i would suggest deleting it and contacting the bank directly right. and talking with call someone. Call your banker that you know. Absolutely. Call your banker you know. I mean, yep. our, our banks are open regular hours. Uh, we has t- extended hours. It seems Absolutely. That. That's, it. That's right. <laughs> We've been working hard on the weekends trying yeah. to help our customers, but we do carry normal business hours, and people can walk into the bank and talk mm-hmm. with someone mm-hmm. and get help that way.
0: And that's a good point, as we know during the uh, with the coronavirus, your banks still are open, you still have people there, but you just take yes. some safety guidelines, some measures to-
1: Absolutely, we follow the CDC guidance mm-hmm. and we practice social distancing at work. Uh, we have encouraged all of our employees with that as well. We wanna make sure both our employees and our customers are protected. And so we follow all the CDC guidelines and we, we actually have, uh, in our branches, lines that we ask our customers to kind of sit behind so we mm-hmm. can still take care of them and help them, just like you and I are, are distancing we're ourselves. Our, our, we're we're being responsible it. with Absolutely. Our distancing. And we, we want to do that and be responsible uh, yeah. with our, our customers as well.
0: Well, Ray, thank you very much for being on the program today. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we close up?
1: It's been a pleasure. I just, I just want to say thank you for allowing Wood Forest to be a part thank of you. this. We're, we're are, are glad to be a part of this community. Montgomery County is our home, mm-hmm. and the Woodlands is our corporate headquarters, and we're just glad to be a part.
0: Well, Ray, it's always a pleasure to spend time with you, and I know I've had the opportunity to do that in the past, and uh, just I, I really enjoy it. Thank so you, Jay. Thank you very, uh, very much for your, your time today. Glad to. Uh, so, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Between the Trees. We thank our partners at Woodlands Online for helping us out and producing the show today. And uh, again, my name is JJ Holly. I'm President and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce and I hope you have a good day. Thank you.